0: I was extremely immature, extremely immature. And I didn't realize it until I started reading. I didn't realize it until I started noticing certain reactions that I'll be, I'll be getting from her. And once I made those observations, I I started making changes and that was probably the difference. I literally had to go, "Um, wow, Rick, did you really behave that? Did you really speak to her like that? (laughs)
1: Welcome ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host Matt Brown and you're listening to the Every L Podcast. Each episode we'll have a different guest come on and talk about when life hangs you an L, is it really a loss or is it something else? Because not every L's a loss. So sit back, relax or do whatever you guys do to get comfortable. As we get into this, let's go. Welcome everyone to another episode of Every L Podcast where we explore with life hands in L. Is it really a loss or could it be something else? I don't know, a diversion or it is just a straight up L. It is what it is, right? So I'm really happy as always, to have this guest on. Now, this guest, honestly, can't remember when I started following them. Honestly, can't tell you when I started hearing their music. Honestly, can't tell you much about anything other than the banter that I see on their stories. And we have the back and forth. But it was nice that it reciprocated. And all I can say is, boy... I'm I'm, I'm going to do a proper intro this time because one time I had someone on and I kind of fanboyed over it and I fluffed the intro in terms of I didn't let them introduce themselves. I just kind of went straight into their L's. This time I'm going to make sure I don't do that. However, can I just say this person is just, from the outside looking in because I've had very limited actual engagement. This is like the first time I actually held a conversation with them. But they just seem to be down to earth. A real people person, someone who love on their wife, a family person, and just, just living their best life, like living their best days. But for those that don't know, I love my music. Music can just send me places and I can just live there and I can just occupy it for the longest period of time. This person's music is just that. Just sit on repeat, go about my business and I'm good. The voice, the tone, the, the way it's been arranged, especially the bridges, like how? It's not just one style either. It's slightly different genres in there, but it's that nice, calm, and soothing music where you can just have the lights down low or put some mood lighting on, mm-hmm. have a hot mm-hmm. beverage, and you're good. That's nice to hear. Problem is, I can't listen to it now because I have no more babies. However, <laughs> however, it is it is that type of vibe where it, it gets you there. And there's there's one a question: Is it your wife that sung a, sung a song with you? Uh
0: yeah, probably probably like she's on she's on all of the BVs on most of my songs, but there's one song that we did together as a duet kind of thing, and that was on the last EP. So yeah, yeah
1: Yeah. I think do you know what it is I think when I heard that one, I was hoping it weren't gonna be no I don't know if you know about DJ Haddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping it I on DJ Haddon, like Demeter Haddon, where it's like, this is a wedding song, and I will check up on it's like they ain't married no one like ah, oh. all them all them lyrics were
0: just Uh, yeah 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 yeah. i guess i guess it was a nice for the for the time period that it came out and i suppose you like hold value to it there but yeah you know i know what you mean
1: i didn't even know they split up to be honest with you this is news to me bro i checked it i'm like this song's a banger yeah 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 they split oh man that's a shame that's a shame it is it is but yeah i hope they're both happy either way you know Yeah, no, definitely, especially with all the followings they had and stuff like that. And obviously, they're on a pedestal, people look up to them and so forth. But it's all about them and their journeys and making sure that it's all good. But yes, everyone, this is a fantastic individual. His name is Ricky. He is a musician. He is a family man. He is a human who's got jokes for days. He love off his wife. I love how he loves his wife. like That just encouraged me to do the same thing. I don't do it as much as I should do. And I hold my hands up. I've got to work on that. I spoke to Emmanuel a few episodes ago and he love off his wife. And it's like, yo, I need to do that. And I've got no shame in calling myself her because it's all about being honest here, right? And I need to work that out because in my eyes, my wife is the prettiest person I've come across. And that's even seeing my daughter. So I um, need to fix up on that and make sure I let my wife know how I still see her because I think that's heard. only right. Talk your things, bro. Talk your things. Talk your things. Got to do it. So, Ricky, please introduce yourself as you see fit. Yeah. So, I'm Ricky
0: Mitchell, singer, songwriter, free thinker, helper, brother, friend, cousin, uncle, <laughs> all the above, family man, and just someone just just enjoy spending time with uh, with good people, man, and just sharing stories and times and good energy and all that kind of stuff man just just a bit of a bit of a lad i suppose just in just enjoying things at the minute man which is which is great so yeah i don't really it's, it's always it's always a, a weird one when you get asked to introduce yourself because you don't you don't want to like start saying all the accolades that you you know all the things you've accomplished own oh,
1: yeah,
0: it yeah oh, no, i do hear you i do hear you but it's like okay just introduce yourself it's like okay so hi i'm um i'm ricky and i, I like sports <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> like what do you say Go for it. she like an AA. AA not not saying you've been to AA but your last post did talk about how AA meetings. so <laughs> <laughs>
0: listen so that just to clear that up <laughs> 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 basically true to form like like you were saying that was literally just me perving on my wife and like I, I put a post up saying that um, there's like there was a sign behind her and it said, you know, AA rescue or whatever. And I was like, ah, oh, somebody needs to call the AA because it's gonna take a truck for me to get off of it. To That that, that kind of yeah, you know, so that's yeah, but th- that's a different kind of AA, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I do I do I do definitely um both into recovery. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Recovering from a um, uh, crazy night.
1: Ah, I'm clear as throat. Hmm. <laughs> It's fine, it's fine. So, yeah, I like the modesty, folks. Guy is, ch- you'll check out his stuff. His detail will be in the show note. But, yeah, definitely, definitely one to watch and one to keep it in contact with. So I'm going to go into this L, and as everyone knows, I don't know what these Ls are prior to it. I, I give them the information, they then submit it to me, and I didn't tackle it as I would need to. So this one, for me, is very, very interesting because... <clears throat> Ricky said the first I would like to speak about is love and sacrifice. So that in my head all so flatty goes and says, "Yo, my guys will give me the title for his new album, but <laughs> probably not going to get that
0: exclusive." <laughs> 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 you never know. You never know. It might be.
1: That's true, but it does lead me to think. Right? Can you really have love without sacrifice? And that's then obviously I'm like. Pump the brakes, let's not go down the rabbit hole. Let's wait until the time we engage, have the conversation, and you can explain what you mean by love yeah. and sacrifice. So if I could actually go yeah. back to the beginning and take us on that journey in terms of why love and sacrifice would potentially an L.
0: Mm. You know, it's 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 amazing that you that you picked up on on that that phrase when you said, Can you really have love without sacrifice? Because I don't. I think they go hand in hand, and this is kind of kind of where it started for me. So you kind of have to roll with the punches and see what unfolds itself, and then dig into that and sort of dig your heels in and just roll with the punches, literally. And you have like days where there is more sacrifice than love, and sometimes the love, you know, o- overwhelms and like outdoes everything else kind of thing so those days are more the days you look forward to so for me it started when did it start i suppose i suppose i suppose you can go from shortly after me and my now wife were separated um so we we were we were very young (laughs) just after we had our first child and we kind of like had a had a bit of a distance a bit of a gap a bit of a break for about a year and a bit just to really kind of get to know ourselves again or I guess for me it was like kind of for the first time so I kind of I was in a space where I was like, it needs to sort of develop. So I was bang on reading. I was bang on speaking to people that I that really respected, it's pati- particularly males that I, I really respected. And the, some of those people, like my brother-in-law, you know, Gavin Holligan, my, my, one of my closest friends, Joey. Joey, And then like, it was my wife's dad, who like selflessly sort of like took me under his wing and was like, whether or not you're going to be involved in my daughter's life. I just want you to be a good man. So having those conversations with him kind of really put me in a place where I was able to like figure out who I was, you know, outside of a relationship, which I felt was really healing and very important to me. So moving forward a little bit, we had our child. We were separated for a little while, really getting to know ourselves. And then all of a sudden there was like a moment where we sort of reconnected and we'd been like sort of developing our relationship friends, obviously because we've got a son together, we wanted to be civil and everybody wanted to have that thing where, you know, Oh, that's my baby. Mom's a hater, all that kind of stuff. I, I, it, the thought of it was, was frightening. It was terrifying to me. So I, I kind of just was like, I really don't want that. So I worked on a relationship with her actively. And after that period, we kind of like, we didn't really look back, you know. And, and saying that, because we were quite young when we when we started out, that was part of the sacrifice, is that being that young, you miss out on a lot of things that, you know, some of your peers are doing or you watch them if you started in, for example, if you're in college together, you would be on completely different paths now because you've got responsibilities that they don't have. So the sacrifices that you're having to make in terms of not going out to you know, the wine bar or the open mic night or going to the cinema or going to whoever's party or going to Dubai for two weeks or whatever it is like you're missing out on those, on those things now because you now have to think about where you're going to be put, finding money to, for basic things, you know, for, for shopping, for nappies, for, you know, rent, all that kind of stuff. So, the sacrifice I think started around about that time for me and it just, it there was just a period where it was just sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice and it started to feel a bit overwhelming. But then you think to yourself every day that I wake up, I'm doing this for a reason. And as as a mantra, I said to myself, I'm not in the position. I don't have to do this. It's like you get up and you're like, oh, I have to go and, I have to go and feed them, or I have to go and go to work and to, at a job that you don't like, or I have to go and do this. And I, no, no, no. Think about it from a different position. Like, no, you don't have to. You get to do this because like, a lot of people that are not in a position that they're able to. A lot of people are not in a position that they're able, to, like, that they're able to, to to you know earn any money. A lot of people are not in a position that they're able to literally have have good health or blink or breathe or whatever. Like some of the people are just in graves and dead, <laughs> in jail, whatever it is. And like you just kind of have to like as a mantra, just put yourself in a position where like okay, mentally I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to get up and make movies. I'm grateful that I'm able to make money. I'm grateful that I'm able to, to, you know, impact people's lives. And I mean, I'm grateful that I have an outlet, which is for me was, is my music. So going fast forward, we've been married 15 years now. Congratulations. Thank you, my bro. Appreciate it. Um, so that's like a 20, 20 year period, like 20 years of my life. In totality, I've been with been with um, my lovely wife, and but uh, we've been married for for 15 years, and it, <laughs> it's it's not it's not an easy journey. Marriage is marriage is, is is difficult, especially when there are children involved. And I would say this to uh, to anybody that is considering getting married and having a family is that how much of your relationship has been solidified in in friendships where your children have moved on and then you now don't know how to be as a couple without them so solidify yourself in in the relationships so that you have you have something when they're gone you know this house is silent now all of a sudden you just don't really know what to do with yourself come christmas time you're like hmm, what do we do kind of thing or come you know birthday celebrations or whatever like over gatherings and stuff and they're just it's not it's not popping it doesn't feel like the way it should because you haven't worked on that relationship so yeah i'd say i'd say to anyone that was considering getting married and having a family so yeah just work on work on your relationship daily man and i feel like i i, I do that every day I guess you'd have to ask my wife <laughs> what she <laughs> thinks, to be honest. with You, but yeah, I I, I actively work on it. Like I try to do, do, do you know creative things and and um, you know, creative date nights and and make jokes. And we, our, our thing has always been uh, watching watching comedy, and we love to laugh with each other, like stand up comedy or comedic um, films. Or, or she's really into now this um, snapped women who kill, which is freaky.
1: <laughs> because I, I, it's all about I think she's telling you something directly I feel, I
0: think I feel like that way I feel that way as well I feel like that way as well but it's um, I don't know I, they are actually quite interesting programmes to be honest with you but I do I feel like she's trying to You might want well to just
1: make way. sure she so ain't got a life insurance paper. That's out. what I'm
0: saying that's what I'm saying like she made a banging meal today and what she likes to do is she likes to sweeten up the, sweeten up the pot and just try and get my guard down. I don't, I don't know. No, I'm playing, playing. I'm, playing. I'm, playing. I'm playing, I'm playing. It's part of the sacrifice. You see, you just don't know. You just oh. don't know. No, but like, she's a, she's a, she's a gem. She's actually an absolute gem. And I just kind of appreciate the input that she's had over, over my life and in my life. And that's another, that's another sacrifice. I, I suppose I look at as to, a lot of the times I'm looking at some of my friends and they're single and they're doing their thing and they're out there living their life. And I look at them i like, is their life any different to mine? Not necessarily better, but any different. And every now and then, obviously you, you kind of, you, you could, you could get sucked in to the whole Instagram thing and think, well, you know, they're showing this and they're showing that but you really have no idea what's going on in their life yeah. until you're speaking on a daily basis. So I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to getting sucked into that world and like, because you look at it through a lens like you can literally put, like if you look at my Instagram, okay, my, most of my posts are down at the moment because I'm doing a whole restructure of my brand before I really release some music next year but if you look at my, my Instagram you will see like my life looks lit. It, it looks lit and you're like, how, how is this guy able to be, be able to do this, 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 that, 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 and still have family and still have this, that, and third or whatever, but you really don't know what it is that person is doing. Like yeah. I work, I, I work a, a full time job, you know, what I'm saying, I am, and I, I, I don't have the luxury of being able to just sort of sit at home, make songs and then, and then like, that'd be the end of it. I don't have that right now. I work towards that obviously, but as an independent artist, you want to, you want to, you want to make sure you're doing all that you can. And when you're doing that, it takes time. And again, going back to sacrifices, I have to now look at the time that I'm spending outside of the house versus the time that I need to spend with my family or the time I am spending in the corner of the house, which is my studio versus having games night, you know, or having the talk with, with my children. I've got three lovely children and um, they're all teenagers now and, and they are very, very challenging. And it's like, you, you don't, you don't, you tr- you, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're missing out. Yeah. And I've, I've tried to, I've tried to kind of find a balance and it's, it's hard sometimes, sometimes it's way off and sometimes I'm bang on it, man. But it kind of, it kind of gives you something to look forward to in terms of, now I know I can develop this so now I can develop that. So I read a really great book. The, the the name of the author slips me but it's it's called Atomic Habits. And it was one of the one of the books that really changed my perception of how to um be productive and, you know, give give myself the best chance throughout throughout the twenty four hours that we do all have or the twelve hours or whatever however you want to look at it. And use my time wisely. So in terms of sacrificing time I have to sort of divide it in a way that is not only palatable for my wife, but also my children. And I've got two boys and a girl and the two boys are very challenging. And my girl is, is probably the most challenging of all because of all, she's, she's stunning. She's a stunning looking girl and she is trouble. And I don't have, I don't have any ammunition <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's just, it's techie It's I don't, I don't have, I don't have. I'm not, I'm not the violent type of person. But, no jokes aside, but I, it's one of the things where you have, and she's got great personality, and she's, she's a total called, package. Yeah, she's, she's like, she's, yeah, man. She has a draw about her, so because she has that draw, but obviously. You know the boys are gonna be flocking, and it, now you're like, okay, now I'm gonna have to start knuckling clean up. So you start doubling down on the press ups. You know, you start <laughs> you start adding the extra weights on just to we'll you know, also get a like a it bit a more, more swell. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Because you're not not with my daughter, hello, absolutely not. But at the same time, I gotta now watch out for these for for these young ladies as well because the way that social media is gassing our our youth is insane, and you se- everything's highly sexualized. Yeah, you know, you just, <laughs> I just, it's, it just makes it very difficult for you to just be a fourteen year old boy and just be that. You know, be into skateboarding, be into gaming. Now you have to try and impress this person and that person. That or the the, the notion is that you're supposed to, or try to impress this person, that person with whatever, and it just makes it difficult to just be. But both my boys are quite fit. They're into football. They're, They're both playing for really, really cool teams. And they're training two, three times a week. And it's just, it's a hard, hard, hard thing to be able to navigate and then to leave my house and then, go to the studio or to just like i said go over to the section in the house that i normally do my recording my creative stuff in um and spend time there and knowing that they've got what between between the hours what four to about eight which is when i normally send them to bed that's right eight o'clock bedtime nice. Between four and eight they kind of <laughs> they kind of like i have that time to kind of give them a bit of me but most of the time they want to sort of like chill and do their own thing, which is, again, it's fine. It kind of means that we can do our own thing in, you know, within the house or whatever or not. But like you, the time is finding the balance of the time when you, you make those sacrifices. And actually, I'm not going to spend three hours working on edits. I'm going to spend one and a half hours and then I'm going to play blackjack with, with the family or all. then I'm going to watch a film or whatever or not. But those kinds of things, like, like I said, it just kind of goes hand in hand, like the sacrifice because I love them. I want to give them my time, my attention. I don't ever want them to feel as though I've I've chosen career over them. But also, we have to remember is that oftentimes our careers are the one thing that we have that is like solely ours, even though you do it for your family or you do it for, you know, to, you know, to, to, to gain whatever it is that you're trying to gain. Like that's the one thing you have for, for, for you. And I was having this conversation with my wife the other day and that she's, she's a, she's a qualified midwife, band seven, just killing the game. And I'm like watching her work and she comes home, she brings her work home. And you can't switch off like the phone that they give you. you can't switch off because it's it's women that you're caring for, and they they have needs. You, you can't you can't predict when someone's going to be you know in labor or whatever or not. So, and when you're speaking to your midwife, you want to make sure that your midwife is available. You know when when you need him kind of thing. So she doesn't really have the luxury of being able to you sort of like switch off the phone or I don't want to deal with that right now. Plus she's a professional plus she loves her job. So she doesn't want to do that herself. So more time is me telling her like, come on, man, it's time to switch off. I do it because I know, what it does to my head so I switch off because I know it's it's okay it's time to, to shut it off and focus here but literally the mind's on the go all the time and when you have those kind of responsibilities and like she she she's very she's very career driven but she's very family orientated as well and when you have that balance to try and work out it's difficult it's very yeah. difficult and it's it's a constant constant like pendulum of yes or no or do i do this or do i not do this and it's, it's just difficult to kind of navigate but you find the time you find the time for the things that are important where where possible you have to make the time you have to consciously make that make that effort so we do things you know like you know plan date nights in advance sometimes they're impromptu the kids are the kids are big enough now to, that we can you know go out for a couple of hours like even if it's like a walk, just a walk around a park or a walk around the area kind of thing and make those sacrifices. But like I was saying, when you're, when you're career driven and you want that thing particularly for yourself to work, you, you, you make sacrifices based on what you feel needs to happen. And sometimes it can come across quite selfish. And I feel like we need to redefine what selfishness is because sometimes being selfish can save your life. And that's my personal experience in terms of like, You know, I feel like I, I, I need this particular thing so much. It's so important to me. Uh, I need you to understand where I'm at right now. I need you. I need you to get it. I need you to, to, to feel me. I need you to understand this is, this is for me. It's the only thing I have for me. Everything else, I'm, I'm the capacity of a father, I'm the capacity of a, um, a husband, a capacity of a, a, a brother, a friend, or whatever it is, and everything for everybody else. What am I just for me? And to focus on those things, and sometimes I have to sacrifice the things that I want for me, for the for the greater good, or for the people that I, I love, and that's part of it in turn, you kind of want people to understand that when you need to make that same decision for yourself, that it needs to be respected, needs to be heard. And you don't, you don't need the guilt trip. You don't need you don't want people to support you in that. So like I said, that selfishness sometimes, it I know for me personally, it has shaped my life in terms of the last, like what, five, six years I've had to be, I've had to be relentless with my time relentless and say to the children between this time and that time on this particular day leave me alone and give me my space and they have started adopting that same thing and it's been nice to see because now you're starting to see i need you to respect my time respect my space and those boundaries that get put in place and if you, if you, you can respect it, I can respect it, it's reciprocated, then they'll take those lessons out, out outside of that. Now when you're asked to stay an extra 25 minutes at work where you're shattered, you actually know five o'clock is my, is my clock off time and that's going to be the end of it I'm not going to be made to feel, feel bad about it because of am contracted until that time mm-hmm. or, you know, I just, just don't go any further past that and just like, literally just put healthy boundaries in place and that's what, I, that's what I mean by just sort of, redefining selfishness is that you kind of have to do it for your mental health it's, it's it's scary out here how how easy it is to, to slip into like a spiral to where you, you your head is just not good enough I've, I've i've suffered i've suffered depression i know what it's like and i don't <laughs> i don't recommend it just <laughs> i don't recommend it man it's it's not it's like some some people kind of like Glamorized and I wouldn't say fetishized, but like just romanticized, like the idea yeah. um, of having some sort of mental issue. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. I know the world is woke to to mental health right now, which is fantastic. But sometimes mental health looks like you saying no. Sometimes mental health looks like you saying not today. And sometimes it looks like do you know what. I'm giving you my time because you deserve it. Sometimes it looks like that, and that's great for me. I want to be the best person I can be. So, in order for me to do that, then this is what I need on this day, right now, for the next two weeks, whatever. This is what I need, and that's going to help me be a better person. And just sort sure of using those those times to um, to try and better yourself, man. That's that's love and sacrifice, in, in a nutshell, because to 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 this day, I feel like. I'm a lot stronger mentally, and I understand and more sensitive to the people that are around me as a result, because I feel like people people that are around me respect my decisions and 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 it hasn't always been like that, but because I've had to put my foot down respectfully, <laughs> um, you kind of you kind of learn really quickly, people do respect. What you need, what you need, as long as you're sort of giving them that same thing back, and where they don't,
1: you just, I mean, it is what it is. Just what I need, and that's that, man. Well, sounds that sounds good and really positive because it's sort of given the context and take us on a journey in terms of what things have been like between yourself and your wife and yeah. you your first child, then you've had your separation, your father-in-law's then got involved. You've then clearly had a, additional children in the meantime. Years have gone by. You're now in the teen phase where all three of I them in mean, teenage years, and it's a uh, minefield more so than it was before because you can't just put reins on them and treat them like that. It's like they've got their own personality, got their own lives, got their own everything. And a lot of the things they're going to be just from, Interacts with other people What they're exposed to Including yourself And your wife And the family members mm-hmm. And it's a lot And I, I mm-hmm. fully get that I'm <laughs> at the early stage Of that same period Although I must admit When you said about your daughter How she looks And stuff like that mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same About my daughter I am kind of feel like Don't get wrong Because like Five months old Next week, mm-hmm. week right? But I kind of feel like Wow Why not get with The ugly best friend Rather than my wife Because if I've got The ugly best friend I wouldn't yeah. have to worry about this little daughter yeah, <laughs> like-, like Oh <laughs> It's one of the things Like Do you know what if it's to be it's to be like i got twins like from the jump i already Mm. knew whatever i thought i have control of yeah (laughs) gone so everything else that is just like you know what it's calm just do what i gotta do because there's nothing else i can do that's right but i will ask you a question because a lot in there that i think overlaps in terms of what i've experienced personally but i just think it'd be really interesting to to know you meant obviously you loved your wife from the jump you've been with her For a very long time. And just give a bit of context for those that are listening, as well as for yourself. I've been my wife, Mm -hmm. well, we've been married 12 years as of Mm. next month, but we've been together since 2001. So, thank you. So, we are best friends. Congratulations. You know, I've always said, oh, Mm -hmm. if I had to shut off the Mm -hmm. world and just be at home with you, I'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a few years later, lockdown (laughs) happened. I'm still here, though.
0: (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) Let me know. Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. But it's one of those things where I was happy about that and I understand that relationships can be trying. Mm -hmm. Thankfully enough, we never had the separation period, which I know a lot of people have gone through for various reasons. Not necessarily a bad thing, but I guess because she went, my wife went to university and I didn't, Mm. I was down here. We used to commute, I used to commute back and forth. So I guess in a way, it was kind of like that yeah, because yeah, sure. it wasn't in each other's pockets it's every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't because we're still committed to one another. Yeah. My question to you, if you don't mind disclosing, or mm. however you want to dress it up, what were the sacrifices that you struggled with in those earlier stages mm. that meant you had to take a step back and reevaluate your situation? Do you, do
0: you mean do you mean from a relationship or from, from life in general? Both if you want to. So All right. So in terms of stepping back from my relationship itself, I feel like probably some of the triggers was just the immaturity, the breaking some of the the things that I'd learned from, you know, watching like my parents and my cousins, my older cousins and stuff. And those kinds of things and just habits that you develop from from whatever influences that you have from from wherever you get them from it could be music, it could be movies, whatever it is, but I'm really trying to like not not get sucked into the things that you've learned and and putting those things into your relationship now, I was extremely immature extremely immature, and I didn't realize it until I started reading i didn't realize it until I started noticing certain reactions that I'll be I'll be getting from her and once I made those observations I, I started making changes and that was probably the difference I, I literally had to go um, wow Rick did you really behave like that did you really speak to her like that And to be honest, it it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything so harsh that oh, what's, the, what's the words. It wasn't. So, it wasn't anything that was so harsh that I, I I'm completely ashamed of myself. And like we didn't, I didn't get abusive or anything like that. It was just yeah. stuff that you would now deem as toxic, you know. And you realize like when well, we, I was 19 when I met her. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So like. Now I'm looking at it going, right, I was just, I was just very young, but all of those, a lot of those things, I just, it's just learned behavior. I learned behavior. Like if you start reading books on relationships and books on, on communication, like I, I read a book called how to win friends and influence people. Again, I think I can't remember the name of the authors and it's so bad. So please forgive me, but it was an amazing book. And it basically just sort of outlined how, how you can, have a conversation with someone, get a point across without being or coming across combative, or coming across conceited, or coming across arrogant. Yeah, and just le- learning those lessons to 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 get the best to get the best result from what you're trying to achieve. So, if I was trying to achieve making sure that at least once a week we shared the responsibility of cooking, just something as simple as that. Me coming home with that whole, you know, my mum cooks every day. And she gets up at five o'clock in the morning, which she does to this day. She gets up early and she cooks and she cleans. And I can't tell you the last time I've gone into my mum's house and it's been a mess. But you know, when you have, when you have like three children under under five. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're talking about coming home to a to a to a clean house with food on the table in that traditional manner that you know my grandparents might be used to. Like where their lifestyles were different, the times are different, you know, the toys are different, all this kind of stuff, it's just all these external Im- influences are gonna change the whole the whole get up. And it's just understanding that. So taking that into consideration and how, how best can I translate this it, like, listen, what I'm intending on doing is cooking every friday and if i miss that friday then i'll make up for it by doing xyz i'll cook on a saturday or i'll do breakfast on a saturday or whatever it is yeah. but it's just the constant effort to make sure that not only are you upholding what you agree to but you're leading by example and for me it was probably one of the the, the defining moments of our relationship in that like how i how it how the, those particular things were, were um, communicated it wasn't offensive and that was probably the the biggest thing like, actually no i can say exactly how i feel but i'm not shouting 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 out and all this kind of stuff it's just because it's not helpful all that's yeah. doing is letting you know that i'm angry and i know that you know i'm angry because you can see my face you can see by how i'm talking you can, the fact that we're having this conversation you can tell i'm frustrated but communicate that you know, and those those are some of some of the things that I feel like if I hadn't taken a step back from my relationship and, and particularly from, from how I was as a person at the time, I probably would still be making a lot of those things. I I doubt we would have made it past five years. I doubt it very much would have made it past five years. Because it was it was intense to the point, like I said, when we when we did have that period of separation, she made a very clear cut and and and, and was very was very relentless in in saying that you know i I need to do this for me this is this is not about you this is not about our son who was like a baby at the time like this is not about that this is about me figuring out who i am as a new mom going into this world very still very young i've got to figure this out because i can't fail this child and listening to that and then going, okay, cool. And then further to that, she's like, I can't fail because it's not just about me anymore. You know, she, and she's she's always been the life of the party. Wherever wherever there's there's a vibe, she's probably in the middle of it somewhere. And I, I love that about her. And she felt that she was starting to lose that. And that was like part of her essence and, 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 and it, it kind of helped bring her balance because you learn that just because you've been one way your whole life something could change and change the whole trajectory of your, of your life. And now you have to do be something else and be, you know, do something completely different, which is maybe contrary to what you've been your entire life. And those things take time to build up. If you're not putting in that work, then how exactly are you going to navigate? You end up getting swallowed up by it. And it's it's just not going to be helpful to yourself. And and as a byproduct, it won't be helpful to to your loved ones around you. And a, a lot of people are depending on, me (laughs) a lot of people are dependent on her and that's a pressure in itself but if i if i if i get if i get to a point where i'm like you know what this is way too much and i start to feel overwhelmed you literally have to take a step back and i do regularly and, and 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 give myself the time and benefit of that listen you're working very hard you're working very hard so i tell myself i look in the mirror. And I look for a very particular thing when I look in the mirror. It it may sound odd, but I literally look to see if I can see myself in the mirror. Because there's a difference between seeing yourself and seeing a reflection.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And when I look in the mirror and I have to look directly into the reflection of my eyes for what I can see in the mirror and go, there he is. Okay, cool. And then I speak to that person. I'm like, okay, you're going through a lot right now. You've gone through hell and high water your children are driving you absolutely crazy you know you your your job is a high high demand job you have to be meticulous with very fine details and it's just it's a lot you're trying to you're trying to put music out every every couple of months uh, you've got bills to pay you like you're doing a lot so you need to relax give cut yourself some slack you know and I tell myself that regularly and that that those kind of things help me kind of get my head in the correct space so that like, I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed myself, man, because like I said before, depression is, is, is no joke.
1: No, definitely that. And the thing <clears throat> the thing that I'm hearing in the conversation that we're having, is that the love and sacrifice doesn't sound like it was just between you and your wife. Mm-hmm. It also seems like it was between you, yourself and I, mm-hmm. in terms of... Absolutely. You knew that there was sacrifice that needed to be made at, from within yourself. Like mm-hmm. you said about the selfishness, it's not selfishness as a society may portray it to be. Mm-hmm. It's selfish in the sense of self care, self preservation. Otherwise you could go down a rabbit hole and struggle to return from it because of the dark place you find yourself in. I've my, I myself had depression and I knew that it came from, and clearly I can not say it's now in hindsight. My wife soldiered through it. She, you know, if it wasn't for her, probably it would still be in it. I I think I just threw myself into work too much, and I negated all the creativity in me. So that, and I'm sure for anyone that's employed or even if they're self employed, you any work you do, there's always more work to do. Like it never stops. <laughs> so, it, a complete myth. Thinking, oh, if I just stay an extra hour, no, 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 you always find something to do. People seem to think that, you know, when whenever there's a job, someone's like, oh, well, that's not easy. I never said it was easy. If I choose, I'm going to do something. If I wanted to make a box, mm. right? People could say, but it's a box. It's not that deep. If I'm serious about it, mm. I will make it that deep. There's different dimensions. There's a holy heap of to do with it. Anything you put your hand to that you're taking seriously, it's going to be hard work. The relationship you was in, as much as, as beautiful as it is, hard work. All the right. relationship with yourself, as easy as it could seem because you get up and just do your thing, it's still hard work work because it's all about the ba- um, balance As so you spoke about the pendulum going back and forth i, w- I want to ask a question to you mm. and it, it, i i think it's a very straightforward question if i'm honest mm. but it just feels like the right one to ask during that time with your wife and you had to make these sacrifices whether you agreed with them at the time or not mm. did you still love her absolutely
0: Absolutely. But I know why, I know exactly why you asked that question, because when you have all of those things just sort of clouding your mind and your judgment and your perception, all that kind of stuff, it does make you wonder, is, 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 is what all of this really worth it? Do I, and then try to sort of like psych yourself out of certain things. Like, it's like, it wasn't really worth it. Let's just leave it. It's not, Now you don't love that kind of thing. And you know, you get fleeting thoughts, but it's if you entertain them is the difference. You start entertaining those thoughts and then they start to fester. And I I never doubted, I never doubted my love for her because I've never had a reason to. She's never given me a reason to and I've never found myself going, is she she really? No, because she's not selfish. She's always been about me. She's always been about preservation of her of of goodness and herself and and good relationships and coming even outside of that right If, if if you look from my own personal perspective like wow what is this person doing for me in my life how how much are they impacting me is it is it time for me to move on because this isn't working for me anymore you know, and then like trying to think of every small excuse to go, actually, nah, I'm, I'm not really going to be doing this anymore. And like, nah, no, 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 that's not, that's not the way it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just, I don't have time to entertain the thought of it because I've, I've made the decision a long time ago that this is the person I was going to be committed to. And, and I intend on sticking with that. And I mean, creatives in general, I, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself here, but just I find with creative, with, with being a creative person, you tend to start a lot of things and then sometimes you don't finish them all. Do you know what I'm saying to you? And, and my relationship with my wife is not something I can fail. I can't afford to fail at it yeah. because it means more to me to make sure that it happens. than it means for me to, for, for me to be successful in other areas of my life,
1: you know, Um, without that you're not successful
0: well that's the thing it's like i i even had to 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 look at that from a from a very self self self-indulged perspective in that am i even the right fit for her she's she's trying to excel past this place and that place and to get here and to get there am i helping her or am i just dragging her back you know, and then, like I said, you, your mind starts playing tricks on you. Do you, do you really love her if, you, if you're if you going to stress her out all the time? Mm, you know, all that kind of, all those kind of thoughts. You are like, oh, come on, man, just give yourself a minute and go for a walk and, oh, man, just take some self-care. One of the things that m- myself and my wife have recently been doing, and pro- it probably started about maybe about two years ago, is that we would book a hotel room. And just go and stay in there, and I don't mean for any and I'm sorry, just let me be clear with that we we're, we're doing this one up, so one one of us is going, and we're just having some 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 me time um so sometimes I book it for myself, sometimes I book it for her for her to get out and go and do her thing, sometimes she'd book it for me, but the the point of the matter is that it happens um, have so, that space yeah, exactly, so you go there, and my wife she's she her release is she loves to she loves to cry she loves to have a good cry and i i used to look at it because of maybe how i how was i was raised i used to look at crying as as a as a sign of like weakness but she had to explain to me that's her release my release has always been like having a conversation or sometimes Sometimes punching things, and I don't mean like punching through like you know, people or you know I mean like having a good workout, like going yeah. to work on the bag kind of thing, that kind of stuff. So some sort of physical activity. So it could, it could be a run, it could be, it could be having having sex, whatever it is. Like it's just some sort of physical release to get those the, the, those you know the blood rushing all that kind of stuff. So her thing is crying, and when I first heard that she would go there just to cry, I was like well why and she had to explain to me literally that is how how she gets with her she has her thoughts she processes everything and she has a good cry, and then that's that square one for her for me crying is going down a step but now after having and this isn't spoken about enough but have, after having some therapy sessions you kind of get a different perspective on people's coping methods. And you learn to develop your own. And for me, writing has always been one. And most recently, having the the most brutal conversations, the most honest conversations. Waking up and going, up, babes, I actually don't feel like being a dad today. I don't feel like being a husband today." That doesn't mean I'm gonna go out there and you know, fob my kids off and then go and start cheating. It just That doesn't mean that at all. It's just I don't have it in me to do this today. Yeah. So. I, Either I need I need for you to understand this and, and 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 double up with whatever it is that you do around the house for just this one day, two days, whatever, or just understand that I'm just not I'm not gonna be present right now because I need some space for myself. And it's always respected because it's always done from a place of love, it's always done from a place of honesty. And that's what that's kind of the things that I mean in terms of never having to doubt my love for her because she never gives me an opportunity to or a reason to. I just don't. I just don't need to. And there have been obviously been times where I thought to myself, I'm probably better off just running this thing by myself and doing my team. But it doesn't always. It doesn't. It doesn't always work out. And and most of the time for me, I just. I don't. I don't really want to picture my life without her. I, I genuinely want her in my life, and I would much prefer to be going through stuff with her than than doing it by myself. But at the same time, I have to always consider if my position in her life is hindering her. And I'm sure that once we have those conversations, which we do regularly, she'll let me know. Yeah. You know, actually, this is too much for me, babe. Okay, cool. Fine. Well, let's, how you want to work it out? What do you want to do? Let me know. Let's have a conversation.
1: The thing is, right, <clears throat> I'm here. Thank mm-hmm. you. Got to get to your second L. I can't feel, I don't feel like I can get to the second L because this has got so much in it that I feel that there's going to be lots of people that can relate to this.
0: Mm.
1: And it's not spoken about enough, not just, you know, society don't talk about it enough. Mm. The black community don't talk about it enough. Like mental health. Yeah. In my job, I had an unfortunate situation where I had to take cover the call for someone. That wasn't the bad part of it. It was the fact I spoke to this person. They didn't know what colour I was. I didn't know what colour they were. Well, I kind of assumed based on how they spoke and their name. But mm. they talk about it. They work for a mental health place. By the way, for anyone that's thinking why I said how they spoke, let's be honest. We all kind of know how people are there's a voice how you pronounce your words how you present information mm-hmm. you kind of gauge it it's not it's not uncommon my name is matt brown it sounds very english you hear me speak you're probably thinking maybe he is maybe he isn't i'm not <laughs> 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 but let's that's, that's just give you the idea of it yeah. um but yeah so the, the lady she worked for a mental health establishment and it was just getting on top of her it was just getting on top of her and she started suffering with mental health. Her parents didn't believe that mental health, not a thing. Let's pray it out, pray it out. And that's what we do. That is such an ignorant and disrespectful thing that we don't ignore it. Someone could have a physical ailment. Oh, let's just pray it out. I am not, please don't anyone don't say it. I'm not hitting on anyone for prayers or anything like that. But if someone has physically got an ailment physical condition or they're telling you in no uncertain ways that I am not 100% now acknowledge what they're saying right? don't disregard it and then hear what you want to hear hear the words that's coming out because like you said about you can see a reflection but you might not see who's in the mirror uh-huh. same way people don't listen to hear they listen to respond absolutely absolutely and that's the bad thing for it like I would like to think with my conversation with my guests I don't listen to hear Mm. or not so i don't listen to respond i listen to hear what's being said and think wow that's 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 something how can we how can we extract some more stuff from here so that other people may not have to go down this rabbit hole because you've done it for us Mm. what are the learnings what are the what are the nuggets of wisdom you can Mm. share with us we may still go down there but at least we're aware of what the road kind of looks like and hopefully we can turn right rather than go the wrong direction really but Oh, You mentioned your father-in-law got involved. Mm-hmm. Why is it that he got involved? Did your dad get involved? So this is always a bit of a tricky one because my dad
0: is always around, but there's a difference between being around and being present.
1: And he... Before you continue that thought, please explain for those that may not be aware yeah. of what you mean by that. So, So it's like... It's like having. How could I explain it?
0: It's like having someone in the house that doesn't speak very often, or doesn't share anything very often, doesn't contribute very often. Now, versus someone that 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 is there all the time, but you know you have conversations with them, you you get to you play cards with them, you get to do all this kind of stuff. My my dad in particular was like, very much a. <laughs> how do i explain this he was very much a an oldish kind of traditionalish kind of character where as long as you're teaching your your son the fundamentals which is how to fight how to defend yourself how to how to speak to girls and then that's kind of it like the rest of the stuff you figure out along the way you, you do your protection thing which he did and you do your provider thing, which he did, but my dad my dad was very young when he when he had me as well, and he I don't think he was ready at the time to kind of settle in the way that he did, which is probably the reason for the choices that he'd made. but I, I don't I don't hold that, that against him. I feel like relationships like him and my mum are not together anymore. and I, if relationships break down. You know, and that's that's a fact, and I, I don't hold that against him. He made the choices that he needed to make and i he definitely showed me how how not to be and that uh, for, for for that I'm forever grateful so we you know we still talk sporadically but we still talk, but he yeah he made l- lots of decisions that served him, which is fine do do what you need to do but i i didn't personally feel as though the give back where I would have wanted a little bit of attention or support I don't feel like I I had it when I needed it and my father-in-law he he was unselfish with it he gave me he gave me time that I didn't even realize that I needed he gave me support he gave me grace he gave me and that's that's two folk. My wife's name's Grace. Anyway, um, he, <laughs> he gave me he gave me grace. He showed he showed me humility. He taught me what humility was. He taught me what leadership was, and just not only just by this, the way that he would speak, but just the way that he he is. And he he's a very knowledgeable man. And he he decided that you know this person that his daughter was involved in or was sweet on. And I can't blame, I can't blame her for that. Cause obviously, you know, man,
1: mana pretty flag, 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 I'm playing,
0: I'm playing. Maybe <laughs> not when
1: you see him, but when you hear him, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say you hear him, yeah. I don't mean this, what you're hearing now, tw- on the, uh, when it's all been mixed yeah, yeah. and when, when it's, it's been when, it, when it's edited and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and you need the backing track you got, to yeah, no, like, you, got, you even you need got, his wife on there to the BGs <laughs> to sort of help <laughs>
0: That's really right, all the support you can get. But well, that, that falls into the point is that I need a lot of support. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah, he definitely, he definitely showed, showed me like, showed me the ropes, man. And say, same with her, her brother as well. Like I have, I have no, 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 no bad things to say about him. And they just like selflessly and unbiased with their, with their teachings and just helped mold me into the person that I am. Um, but what's funny about that, and this is probably one of the one of the most crowning points, is that they could teach me everything under the sun. If I weren't prepared to, to go away and put that work in and do those lessons myself, it's it's null and void. So that doesn't take anything away from what they did for me, but it, you literally have to put that work in, otherwise it's it's pointless. And and my my father in law was really one of those people that would, would would put work in for me, would speak speak well on, on my behalf. And I I never had any sort of horrible in, intentions or you know any si- sideways sideways ways of acting and stuff like that. I just I just kind of I've always been that kind of you know matter of fact kind of person. And this is what it is, and what you get is what you see with me. But like he 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 always had time for it. He always he always gave me gave me you know a, a piece of him. And he, he he never he never as far as I remember. Had anything negative to say about me, other than the fact that you know, knocked up his daughter when he was, when she was, we were both quite young. Anyway, (laughs) even in that, like he he took a he took a lot of L's on on. Well, I'd say obviously it's her behalf, but I contribute to it, and he managed to navigate around that. Coming from a very sort of like religious. You no know, Christian background, and coming up through 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 the ranks in church and all that kind of stuff, and for that those kind of things to happen, it's it's a it's completely culture sh- culture shocking, and you just have to navigate it with such humility. And he did, he did, and he he didn't he didn't flinch. And I love him, I love him dearly for that because he taught me so much about just how to how to forgive how to move forward and to not hold things. He always used to say, he always used to say this thing about three cats called faith, fact and feelings. And how he described it was if, if your feelings is the cat that's in front versus your faith being way at the back and then, as a matter of fact, the facts are not in. The, you know, the, the facts are not in front. If, if you picture the three cats walking along on a, on a wall, your the facts you have to be put the facts in the front. This is what it is. And then, and then, however you feel about it, it doesn't necessarily need to be driving you because the facts aren't necessarily the truth. And you you have to walk with walk with that in in mind. And he showed me that, and it kind of really helped. I said kind of, it really did help just keep things into perspective. Like those three cats are about perspective. And he he gave me that lesson and I'm always, always grateful for it.
1: That's that's really powerful and really encouraging to hear, especially when it's hard to think that many men would do that in any instance, Mm. let alone someone from a religious background Mm -hmm. who had their child have a child outside of wedlock, mm. regardless of what the relationship was like with you. Mm. If it's a young age, it's a young age. It's something that I'd imagine that most parents are concerned about for their daughters mm. or even their sons in those situations. Absolutely. The question I normally ask is if you felt you handled it in a healthy or unhealthy way. But I guess you've kind of answered it, I want to say. Well, mm. Feel free to answer it if you don't think you've answered that question.
0: Yeah, I, f- I mean, I feel like I have, and I, I, I do feel like I, I did handle it in a healthy way because at that point, I was just, I was, I was a sponge. I was, I was willing to learn everything I needed to learn because I wanted to improve as a man. You know, I was quite young, and I just, I just needed to. I, I knew that I needed to make changes in order to develop, to develop myself into a better person. And not necessarily for his daughter, not necessarily yeah. for my child, but just in general for myself, because you want to be the best version of you. And if you're not the best version of you, how can you be the best, best version and be that for everyone else or be that for whoever else that you decide to connect with? Like you have to be the best version of you. And that's an ongoing process. It's not like, you know, on, on, you know, Sunday, the 25th of, you know, December, that was the day that everything clicked. No, it's an ongoing process. You know, and you kind of have to continue to be willing to learn all this all the time. And that is one of the things I was saying about like, (sighs) like, what's the word like normalizing the thought of therapy I was I was so anti it before because I'm like why am I telling a stranger my business or why am I paying someone to tell me something I already know it just didn't make any sense to me but something you literally just do not know the perspective that you have now for example like I love this podcast because like it's kind of like therapy in a way that you're hearing a lot of things that like pe- people would have gone through and you're you're able to relate to it and this, that and the fair. But unless you're actually sitting down having a conversation with someone about the L's in their life. Like like you said, not every L is 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 gonna be a loss. Like sometimes it's sometimes it's a lesson. Sometimes you know sometimes sometimes the lava on your backside. The L was the lava under your backside. You know like it's just <laughs> you know you just don't know. Like and and sometimes those L's are are are, are love and, and you just tend to, to try and make the best out of it. So,
1: yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's, that's really encouraging to hear. I'm conscious of time still, so I apologize here. But could you speak on a little bit about therapy? Because you mentioned that, why am I paying? The, why, you know, headwise, you're thinking, why would I pay a stranger to hear my business or tell me something I already know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you feel, for you, it was important to, one, entertain the idea of it, and two, mm. to follow through and actually act on it.
0: All right, so the, the 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 defining moment for me was when my wife said to me, you've never done therapy before. I was like, no. I was like, How do you know it doesn't work? Okay, I don't. You're right. All right, cool. Well, give it a tester session. No, nah, no, nah, babe, I'm not doing that, man. It's long, it's long, it's long, it's long, it's long. I'm not going to do it. And then she goes, actually, fine. I'm not going to push you to it, Fine. When she leaves me alone and I go into my little, my world, I tend to, I tend to figure out, I mean, don't tell her this, but she's usually right. <laughs> she's usually right. And like, she kind of just gives me perspective in that, in that sense. So like, it just kind of, I was like, okay, cool. I've literally never done it before. I've heard that, you know, a few people that have done it and they, they were raving about it, but all of these people were women and these like women in my life and there was one guy and i hold him very close to my heart and he told me he'd done it and it was changing his perspective on certain things and i feel like that kind of kind of shifted me over a little bit not not because i didn't believe what my wife was saying or i didn't believe the the other people in my life that had, had experienced it but it was like i have enough evidence now to, to know that this it's it, it could go the way that i actually want it to go how do i know unless i try it so when you looked up to you yeah. was uh, gone yeah. through you're like well, wow, if you can gain from it then exactly exactly sign me up yeah yeah for sure for sure but i i do you know what it is because I, I don't like to be so ignorant in that like well, i don't have like to be ignorant at all but i i don't i don't at the risk of sounding ignorant i don't want to just do it because someone else has said it and oh no no they've tried it and da da, da. it worked for them. Like it you literally have to decide. But that's my thing. Gather the evidence. Figure out why why you can or why you should or why you shouldn't and write those. I love to make lists. I love to do pros and cons. So what's actually got, how am I going to benefit from it? Okay, well I haven't tried it before. Well let me let me let me try it or let, let's find a, a cost effective one or because you know some therapists are, are mad expensive. So so just kind of trying to figure out what what one worked for me. And I went on this site that was specific to what I wanted. And what I wanted was to see someone that looked similar to me. Um, so a black male. A black, a black male. And I needed that for me. And there was a site. Gosh, uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. The link is in my phone. I think it's called Black and Asian something network or something or the other we'll put it in the show notes yeah yeah sure but anyway that basically had like a list of x amount of therapists that were in like my area or <laughs> or in london and and you, know, you just go through them and you find out what their specialties are and like you just pick based on what you see like a kind of like a cv i suppose some of them into cognitive cognitive therapy and other kind of different kinds of therapy and stuff like that so some are more counselors all that kind of stuff so you figure out what it is that that you would want to check out and then you go on youtube to find out what, okay i don't know what that is so i'm going to go check what that means you go on youtube you cross, cross-reference you make your list you find your information out and then you see your prices you way up and then cool cool and that was it for me. I was like, cool. I'm um, because I've look, I'm looking at this list now. It's going, there's actually no reason for me not to try this because I know what it, it looks like when I don't have therapy. I know what life is like without it. So let me try it and see how it goes. And worse ways I've lost, I've lost 50, 60 pounds. Worse ways. And had, had, I had, I had to expose myself to someone I'm probably never going to see ever again in life. Cause it was like mo- most of the, t- most of the sessions were like, like over Zoom or Teams okay. or whatever it was kind of thing. So, but you can choose, you can either do that in the comfort of your own home, which was great for me, or you can go to the wherever their, their, their establishment was. And I chose to do the Zoom one because it was just convenient for me. I'd be, I'm home. It's an hour rather than three hours of a, commute come back have the session all that kind of stuff it just worked for me so cool did the session and shout out to him because he really he really was like okay i'm not i'm not here to try and fix you what i'm here to do is listen to you and provide you with a perspective that is going to help you make the decisions for yourself which is perfect for me because I'm a man that likes to figure stuff out. I'm a man that likes to kind of work on what I need to work on in, in, in the background and then come to the forefront and do what I need to do. That's my kind of thing. So that worked for me. So anyone that's considering therapy, I feel like find out what works for you. Find, find someone that you're comfortable with and find, find your peace with, the fact that it's going to be scary. Find your peace with the fact that it's going to be unsettling the first couple of times. And specifically talking to the man then right now where you may be a bit cautious about going into therapy or that kind of stuff. It's not it's not as daunting as you may you may expect. And 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 you you are definitely worth you are worth finding new perspective. You are worth getting answers. You are worth the happiness that you're seeking you are worth the clarity that you're seeking so to to go forth and and seek it and find it hold on to it and find your peace your happiness man i definitely encourage it 110 percent
1: the investment mm, absolutely in a day right we've plowed money into smartphones clothing that costs stupid amounts of money and you know it costs a fraction of the price to even manufacture mm. yet cost of living is as high as it is we're dropping like i've got a one liter car that i take to work i'm dropping 60 pound like, that comfortably mm-hmm. and that's not even an empty tank that's like sub 100 miles mm-hmm. and it's cost me 60 pound plus to top it up yet you're telling me i can't afford 60 pounds on my own well-being mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So that is that is that is for me the important part of it. I appreciate you sharing that because I think a lot of people need to talk about therapy, what the benefits of it is, and I think if nothing else, a lot of us have computers or have phones, and every now and again we have to just kind of hold the power button down on our phones and let it restart yeah, after a few right. months because it's just been on. Forever, time and time. it suddenly starts bugging out, or it just doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. That's technically how you and I act sometimes, where we're yeah. just there and we're buffering and we're mm-hmm. struggling. It's like, <laughs> what wrong? Are you come on, come on. Yeah. You just like, uh, uh, do you know? What? Let me just go. <laughs> let me pop the brakes. Let me just hit the reset button. And all you're doing is letting someone. Don't get it wrong; they're professional because they do this on a day to day basis, but they don't have all the answers. My experience of therapy is the fact that they, they ask you questions, and you find the answers. You navigate that scenario as you see fit and I'm, I'm assuming now that you're a girl dad your perspective on how you thought women were like versus how they are now that you've got one it's like oh damn this is a, <laughs> this is completely different and that's yeah. and that's something that they can give you insight into and it's such so i i, I find the right therapist if you're considering it we get a car service at least once a year or so we're meant to because we wouldn't want to go on long journeys and just run the risk that something going to fall off or break down or something like that so why would mm-hmm. we not then get go to the GP to make sure we get checked out go to the dentist to make sure our teeth are looking like they need to be looking right get all these different sessions in place to make sure us our bodies as A-OK because all the stuff that we go and buy materialistic or whatever else that will come and go but once we're gone we're gone so that's if we right. can kind of preserve what we've got and maintain the quality of lifestyle that we deserve and that's not just materialistically but also that uh, that the non-tangible items non-tangible intangible i don't know i'm keeping this in um (laughs) yeah it's the ones where you've got your relationship with your friends your partner your whomever it may be and sometimes you might feel a certain way but you can't articulate like when you spoke about your wife crying and you not being that life i get for me i get crying sometimes i can't write a poem sometimes i can't get on a podcast and talk because it takes too much thought process to structure a sentence to structure yeah. a body of work. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and design stuff because I just need it out. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling what I'm feeling and I just need it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. And once it's out, I'm feels like dehydrated. I feel some sort of thing, but at least I'm feeling something rather than just numbness yeah, absolutely. because it's all there. And that's yeah. a, you go therapy, at least for me, it felt that, after talking about things, my mind was so cluttered with all the stuff I've been hoarding. Yeah, that I was able to restructure and say, "Why am I carrying this empty box from Whoa. 2002? That's got no relevance to my life right now." Absolutely. I'm now feeling some sort of way about it because it's there, and it means I've got less room in my mind to think about this or to express this. It's just helping to reintroduce yourself to yourself mm. if you haven't done it a long time. But I'll mm. ask you this, sir: If you could go back mm. to the time where things got really bad. <laughs> really bad for you <laughs> what would you have gone back and told your younger self just before you hit that turning point what would have helped you hit that turning point where maybe it's your father-in-law stepping in or your brother-in-law stepping in and saying Ooh. so but what would you have told your younger self say yo ricky you need to pump the brakes or you need to do x what would that be and why it's a good question um i probably would tell
0: myself to relax it's not that deep. you don't need to carry what you're carrying right now you don't have to try and control everything and you don't have to be on all the time sometimes just go and sit down and say nothing and have a lot more water <laughs> <laughs> just drink water and relax my bro that's what i tell myself because because i guess the, the way that okay i I was born and raised in 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 eighties right so it's a different kind of era in terms of what what was being taught to me as a as a as a black male living in south london like i'm I'm getting influences from you know left right and center from from all over the globe kind of thing you've got you' got jamaica you've got guyana you've got america like it's it's all different plus england and i'm it's just trying to just trying to figure it out and like you just you you tend to get a little bit overwhelmed with how it is that you're supposed to be what i did anyway and because of that i didn't really know how to how to navigate so i found it hard to find my stride and i didn't find it until late late in life the confidence that i have now versus the confidence that i would have had 10 years ago five years ago even, 20 years ago whatever it is I have it now because I've taken the time to really go, you know, I don't, I don't have to be involved in everything. I don't have to try and control everything, which, which I definitely tried to do. And when I say about the upbringing and the sort of like, you know, traditional, traditional raising, so to speak, you, as a Car- Caribbean uh, or descendant, there's all this stiff upper lip kind of, Manda for cry and all them something there. You're like, ah, ah, I I I feel like crying. I want to cry. I, I actually want to cry. Yeah. So just cry. But then like, nah. Well now you you're showing weakness. I'm like, no. I've cried in front of my kids before, man. I've cried in front of my daughter before, and I feel like it's 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 not. It's showing to me. It's more showing strength. The fact that you can be that vulnerable, and keep and keep moving forward. It's it's that's more powerful to me. Like I literally was trying to navigate everything and like far as upbringing goes the the male supposed to be the provider and the protector and all this kind of stuff and it's so much pressure and i just started to release it one by one one but just one like responsibility at a time until i was left with the bare minimum and the bare minimum was make, making sure that i'm i'm able to smile every day or at least not feel like a complete heel, a complete wreck a complete bum every single day think of something that i can be grateful for every single day and that's the bare minimum for me like i I feel like crap on friday afternoon and now saturday morning comes i start to remember everything that happened on friday and now i'm like okay it's that's done that's literally done so i can do nothing about it so let me just move forward and see how i can how i can make myself happy today so you find yourself the bare minimum and that, like I said, starts from just simple moments of of, of being grateful for the smallest type of thing. I, I've got a song up called Grateful that I released just before, or was it during the pandemic? I think it was during the pandemic, actually 2021 20, I think, yeah, yeah, it was during. It. And that song, like, I start with literally the bare minimum. Like, I wake up, open my eyes, see the sun shining, and I'm grateful. I have life. I'm still breathing. It's a good enough reason. I'm grateful i'll wake up open my eyes and see the sun shining and i'm grateful i have life who i'm still breathing it's a good enough reason so i'm grateful those are the lyrics to the song and it's as simple as it sounds it's a mantra you kind of want to put yourself in a position where you can be grateful for the smaller things because then the bigger things that you feel like are a bit of a burden, they don't seem so big anymore. And that's why I I, I wrote that particular song and I feel like it's helped me get through a lot of my depression and yeah, feeling the way that I've I've felt in in the last couple of years, man. So. Yeah, I would I would tell myself to relax, I would tell myself to drink water, and I'd tell myself to, to just let let certain things go. You don't need to carry everything, you don't need to be in control of
1: everything. And do you think you would have heard yourself at that point?
0: <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> I feel like I would have heard myself probably a couple of days after I told myself,
1: for sure. But how would you have had to present it to yourself for you in order to go, I'm gonna respond to that?
0: I I would have I would have knowing myself and how I was then I would have had to have written it written it down on a piece of paper and left it in my laptop just open it and I just see it there you don't have to be in control of everything Or open my laptop you don't have to be in control of everything or put it on the back of my screensaver you 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 don't have to hold on to this or going to get in my car and sticking it on the, you know, the wheel where the, where the, where the horn is yeah. sticking it there. You, you, you you can, you can do this. You're, you're good, but just reminders, small sort of reminders. That's all it takes for me. I don't necessarily need to be shouted at. I don't necessarily need to have someone badger. I don't need the, the jump up, jump up, jump up. I don't need it. I don't need it. I, I need, I like, I like stillness. And that's one of the things I probably appreciate about my wife in that she I, I'm already, I'm already, well, she considers me to be quite hot tempered. I don't think I am, but whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> She, she knows how to be the other side. She knows how to be the piece. She knows how to bring my, my temper down. She knows. She's
1: how a to yin to your 110%. yang.
0: 110%. I couldn't put it better myself. Literally that. And, so, and because of, because of that, when, when I get her soft reminders, actually, babe, you know, bring it down. Actually, you know, you were wrong for that actually you know when you when you raise your voice then you, you you out of pocket okay cool fine all right fine fine and i'll listen because it's the small stuff it's the small reminders the soft ones that give me everything that i need in order to relax and i feel like my life is quite intense so i i, I tend to i tend to shy away from too much rah, rah 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 i just i'm not into it i'm a very i'm i'm, I'm a, very introverted type of person. It may or may not sound like it through this podcast. I'm not sure, but like I am quite introverted. I prefer to stay home. Like, I'm actually on my way out now. Funnily enough, I've been asked to sing at a friend of mine's birthday. So I'm, I'm going to be going going out there, but I, I don't, there's a part of me that really wants to stay in at the same time. But this is part of it. You know what I'm saying this is
1: part of the sacrifice and all that kind of stuff. When you got a, when you got a gift like you've got to sing the way you sing, it it's on <laughs> an honor and a privilege. Let's be honest. It it's a gift you couldn't do. So, I'm going to ask a couple qu- more questions and then we'll cut out just because I don't need to be too late so if all that's been said, this you post up as a potential l if it's not an l, what is it i don't want to be i don't want to be i don't want to be what's the word
0: uh, what is the word i'm looking for i I don't want to say what everyone might be expecting and say it's a lesson I guess it is a lesson in a way. I'd say it's not, it's not an L. It's not a loss. It's, it's just relearning of love, love for myself, self-love and learning how to love myself in a new way with new lessons. There are levels. There we go. There are levels. And just like when you're playing games, like you've got your Mega Drive, your Nintendo 64, you got, Whatever console you're playing on, there are levels that you go through, and this level now that I'm on now is is better for me in my headspace, and and it has more potential, more promise, and more power. So
1: yeah, it's not a, it's not a loss. It's a new level. Nice. So. I like that. I like that. I was going to say, it, when, you, when I heard you struggling, I was thinking, is he going to say it's multifaceted? Because love for <laughs> me isn't just one thing. It's not a noun. It's a verb. It's a doing word. It's There's so many components that make up what love is. A lot of people say the word, I love this, or I love you. Like my son, he's, he's only three and a half at the moment. Like He will say, oh, I really love this. Son, you've never seen this in your life. <laughs> you like this. Right? <laughs> So i I get that, but then we as adults will do the same thing. we're ignorant, we'll say certain things, and it's like, do we really comprehend the gravity of what we're saying and I think without that reflection, without that intervention of other people that have our best interests at heart, we'll never fully understand the gravity of the situation, We'll never fully understand what we've said, what we're doing, how it's perceived. And I, I, I honestly think we'll never fully understand it. We'll only understand it from our perspective of those that are exposed to those situations or based on what we've told them. But at least the more people we get involved in it, and I say so, I say this and I caveat it by saying, don't get everyone involved in your business because no need for that. But those that are already exposed to it, then it's, if you trust them and they're worth talking to, ask them their opinions. Just make sure you're seeing the picture for what it needs to be. But I honestly, um, an advocate and I think you've eloquently put it throughout this whole conversation is that you have conversations. I love the fact that your wife can nudge you and just call you out and say stuff. Like my wife and I do that. And there's been times where people that say, "Oh, I thought you guys were going to have a fight. And it's like, no, we just, call <laughs> each- we just call it out at the time. And you feel like, yeah. yo, so you thought we was going to bust up and you guys are split. Oh, well, um, but, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but it's like, yo, we had that conversation. We got it out, done and dusted, move on you man and them are just holding it in and next you know it explodes and next you know you're picking up a piece of your t- tarnished relationship unfortunately right. but i guess maybe it was a good thing that you didn't go on for too long and just waste each other's life like that so it is yeah it's it's it's, it's i'm i'm absolutely grateful for what you said grateful for what you shared because i just think there's gonna be so many people like that it's gonna be so so happy to hear a guy of your stature, being able to talk about the things you spoke about so candidly, because normally these are kept behind closed doors. These yeah. are considered dirty laundry that no one wants to air. And it's mm-hmm. like, personally, if we spoke about this more often, I think there'll be more m- more people in stable relationships because it's showing you how things should be done, absolutely, by way of example, mm-hmm. rather than. Well, I remember years ago, I went to church with my missus and they're like saying, oh, don't do this and don't hold hands. You're like thinking, bro, you've got 10 kids. What are you telling me about that? to hold hands. <laughs> you can't talk here at this point. Uh, so flush right. your gums. <laughs> so obviously, I would never say it to an elder. You mad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just those things. But what I will say in closing, can you use this next part to selfishly plug yourself? What you got going on, where you're at, I know the new year you got a new album or EP dropping, so yes. I will to that in there.
0: So I'm, um, I'm, um, I've been for the last, the last sort of two years. I've been working tirelessly, and getting songs together for the next couple of releases. And I'm happy to say I'm, I've been able to get my next twelve releases sorted up. And I, I shot a video loss week and I'm shooting one again next week all this content is probably going to be out in January February times I may depending on how I'm feeling I might put a little teaser out there in December but I've got two videos in a bag and I've got another another eight to shoot and i'm 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 gonna be working very hard over the next six months to get to get that content out and done, dusted and ready to, to be out there. And the, the, the the idea is to get the next single out there by, by February, 2020, where are we? 2023. Uh, yeah, 2023. That's, that's the idea. But yeah, as an independent artist, you know, these things change because I had this plan for, for last year as well. So things change, but I definitely, um, I've been working harder than I've ever been, ever been working in my life. And, I have structure. I have budget. I have order, and I have intention and a plan
1: above all. So, yeah, you'll definitely be seeing uh, seeing some some content out. So, where have people gotta follow you then to make sure they kept up to date with what's going on with you? That's my website rickymitchell.com. dot com. It's R I double C Y Mitchell. Two but the
0: two Ls. Mitchell like Grant and Phil, but I'm not one of them. there's my instagram which is at ricky mitchell same twitter at ricky mitchell i'm on facebook as well but i'm not gonna lie to you folks i don't use facebook so the best place to to get at me if you want to you know get contact it's probably my instagram my twitter um and then my music is all over these are tidal spotify apple music all that kind of stuff as well. So um, yeah, it's, it's it's all the content's on there. Just I guess I guess maybe we we'll just Google Ricky Mitchell R. I double C Y Mitchell, and uh, all the all the content will, will come up. And I definitely would suggest go check out my song "Grateful." I put that out last well, last year, beginning of last year. So it's it's a really it's a really encouraging song. I find it to be quite an encouraging song, and literally sit there and listen to it and think of the things that you're grateful for and yeah it's one of those ones it's one of those ones so yeah please please check it out it's weird trying to promote promote yourself but i'm getting better at it i just you know he's the ones who's tooting your own horn but i just it's just cringe for me I, this is so cringe.
1: it's fine it's fine one day you'll know your worth and you know why you got to. Get the because i like i like to think of it like i don't know if you've seen toy stuff so it's toy story free where the toy, oh, what's that guy, Woody? Woody doesn't yeah, think yeah. he's valuable because he's like been worn, he's been used and he's been worn down. Then you've got the other toys that have been in the packaging and never been played with. And even both of them don't feel like they're valuable because one don't feel valuable because they've been worn, the other yeah, don't feel yeah. valuable because they've not been played with. But yeah, it's until yeah. you try and exchange those items and they compare it to something else, will you really yeah. know what your value is? So they'll be looking going, oh, I've had so many years worth of time with um, Woody. His value is, I cannot put a number to it. Yes, the perfect. toy yeah. that's not been played with oh this is mint condition box this is worth oh. x amount of money but until you yeah. prepare them they're going to feel a certain way so until you see yourself for who you are when yeah, you yeah. look at yourself in the mirror yeah, yeah, and yeah. see the artist that is ricky mitchell yeah, yeah. and hear that my gosh oh. i'm touching people in places that they can't normally be touched yeah yeah i'm owning this and i'm promoting I'm, it And would you on that i would I, de-
0: I definitely i definitely move like that when i'm when i'm out and about and i definitely am that person i am that guy i'm, I'm 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 cold as I'm cold as so I'm not going to lie to you. I have, <laughs> I have, but it's them ones. that's like, okay I, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you my perception of me. I want you to figure out what it is that you, you know, are going to enjoy. So that's probably,
1: that's probably more of the, um, the angle I'm coming at in terms of, I don't like saying, yeah, this time. Well,
0: but hopefully that'll change planning. because
1: remember, you going to be right. Times are short. People ain't got time for you to be all cute with it. Just come <laughs> with the facts. <laughs> My guy's talk about the free cats, and then there's, these are facts at the back there. Don't start <laughs> messing up with this. But the facts at the front, I'm cold. I'm hot with yeah. it. I am all of these things. So I don't, don't. <laughs> but no, I greatly appreciate you taking the time out to speak and to share everything that you've gone through. Really appreciate the conversation. You are as cool in person as you are on the gram.
0: Appreciate you, man.
1: I must admit, when Instagram dies, which I'm sure it will do at some point, because uh, (laughs) YouTube doing their thing now (laughs) when they're trying to pay people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not you like, I don't have a lot say. Instagram, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to get get some of that money, you know. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've got mortgage to pay for. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) But until such time, I'll still be doing this and I'll still be reaching out to people as and when, but you was one of my hit lists. I was so happy when you said yes, because there's, you know, you have your hit list, you have your pipe dreams. Like, yeah, one yeah. day I would be able to reach out. So it's like, he said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's
0: been a pleasure man I, d- I definitely love having conversations like this these, these are like in terms of how like you know you have conversations of, like i have conversations about my music all the time yeah and i could talk about it for ages but it's like this personal stuff i actually feel like i thrive a little bit more in terms of like having these conversations because i'm literally just sharing my, my experience and i'm not necessarily going you know this you know this this vocals and i just like having conversations conversations and that's all my music is it's just conversations man and I'm, I'm happy to to kind of always have these kind of conversations with you and 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 uh and just talk about the narratives and things and share experiences and stuff man so it's, it's it's a pleasure my bro
1: not to worry well to be fair i i did like the idea of the second l but i was like this one's too strong with it yeah man. so if you want to come back for the second one i ain't gonna say no if i'm honest with you
0: you know what let's let's get a date in the diary and we'll, we'll make it happen man
1: all right cool we'll do that but yes so thank you very much for that everyone that listened i hope you enjoyed the conversation i hope you gained something from this if you didn't listen to it again because you missed it conversation like these don't really happen much in and around wherever you're at but i'd like to think on this platform if you hear pop in the background people got fireworks going off for who knows what reason but If you listen to this podcast, the platform, it's all about people sharing their experiences of what they've gone through in life and what they've gained from those experiences, if anything at all, because I'll keep it 100 of you. Some people go through stuff and they feel like they've not gained anything from it. They've not learned anything from it. And that's okay because it's all about perception it's all about you and your personal journey and I'm okay with it I just don't want anyone to feel alone I don't want people to think that life's just dealt them an L and that's it life's out for them it's like no life's for the ups ups for the downs and it's what you do with it what you make of those situations and if you don't know how if you can see the wood from the trees in these situations listen to people like Ricky listen to people my previous guests and see what happened to them when they went through those situations and you actually might find that it's actually been a redirection more than anything else so hopefully you've gained something from this i thank you for listening i thank you to my guests once again and yeah to each and every one of you just remember not every L is a loss take care and i'll speak to you the next one